One month before COVID started, I met this guy at a party. He approached me. He said it was because he liked my energy, even though we had never even said a word to each other before that moment. Weird. But then he said something that really intrigued me. He told me that he came to this party tonight to spend exactly 30 minutes, not one second more. And that at the 30 minute mark, he promised himself that he'd go home right away. And I was like, why? Because he's a painter. painter. And this coming week, he was going to be making art every day. And tonight, the only reason he was out was to celebrate a good friend's birthday. You don't need three hours to get the benefit of going out, he said. You can get it all in, in 30 minutes. And later when I looked, indeed, he was gone. He just slipped out. Amazing. But this story isn't a story about how you should be more disciplined or anything like that. You already know that. This story is about how when you start getting momentum, you start seeing things that the old you couldn't even dream of. You can do things like read people's energy from across the room and approach them without fear. You stop wanting to be in control of things that aren't within your control. You stop trying to figure it all out and just take it day by day. All you do now is receive from the universe. But getting there isn't easy. Unless you remind yourself of one little fact. Today we are reading from the book of transformation. You are listening to Make Art Not Content. Brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face. Themselves. Enroll today at MakeArtNotContent.com Do you know the epic story of Ulysses? That's like one of my favorite stories of all time. That story shows you exactly what attitude you need to have if you want to make it as an artist. But so many people aren't willing to go there. I can tell within five minutes of talking to someone if they're serious about their goals. The easiest tell? The language that they use. Many creatives talk like they're planning to fail. They say things like, I'll try, or I hope I can, or this time. But the ones that are really ready for discipline, they talk a language of certainty. They behave like they're compelled. Art for them is an act inspired by God, and they are merely the vessel. They don't want to sit around and contemplate action anymore. They don't get a sense of accomplishment just because they had a motivating conversation with someone. They don't treat getting advice like it's a drug, and they keep seeking out more advice before they're overwhelmed and they can't even make a move. No, they begin immediately. But still, some people will tell me, but Father Bronx, it's so hard. Yes, it's hard. But what's the alternative? Like, I couldn't think about anything else. When people would be like, hey, can we get breakfast someday? I'd be like, like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't meet you. Like, <laughs> lunch? I'm like, sorry. Coffee? It's like, I literally will not meet you. If it was a person who, like, I couldn't make an hour or two work with for my video, I just didn't meet people. Right. And when people would be like, look, let's get together and catch up, I'd be like, how fucking dare you? <laughs> how dare you? When somebody's like, yo, let's go grab a drink. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> like, first of all, like, by the time it's dark time, those are edit hours. Second of all, a drink might fuck up my brain enough where I'm not be able to edit on time like I became a monster. Everyone studies people who are successful. There's so many analogies and stories about people who did great things. Like my favorite story about Ulysses. But I think that it's also important to study people who are not successful. Why? Because a lot of times, unsuccessful people did all the right things too. 
and they still failed. They had the morning regimen. They drank the right protein shakes. They read all the right books and even underlined the physical copy. So what gives? Is success really just luck then? No, not at all. When you look closer, you see that the difference wasn't in people's individual actions. The difference was in the energy that they brought to their actions. It's an energy that I call God momentum. God momentum is a sort of energy that makes your life unfold with inevitability. I love that word. Inevitability. Just saying it makes you breathe a little bit deeper. It's when you get to 21 days of effort and you can't wait for day 22. It's when you go past 40 days and 40 nights because everything is just screwed on right. It's when you stop doing things just so that you can say you did them. You're not just clocking in and clocking out anymore. Your choices have become a lifestyle. No inspiration needed. No motivation needed. Just pure momentum. God, momentum. That's what I wish for every single natural-born creative that's a member of this congregation. But then, there's always that one person who will raise their hand and tell me that they hate the idea of being criticized by their friends and family for this new path that they're on. Or that they can't handle the fact that they're going to suck for months before they start to see any improvement. And all of that hurts, I know, it's true. But tell me, what's the alternative? The crazier I got, the more it was sort of rewarded, the more success I found. Mm -hmm. Sure. When you have that level of cadence, like you are so completely enveloped in it. Like I had no idea what my actual life was or who I actually was. I only understood myself as this character. I got to tell you the story of Ulysses. So Ulysses was traveling on his ship. And the day had finally arrived when him and his crew were about to go by the island of beautiful sirens. These sirens were special though. These were the hot goddesses with singing voices that were so enchanting that if you hear them sing, you will plunge to your death trying to swim towards them in those shark infested waters that surround their island. So Ulysses gets the bright idea to have his crew tie him to the mast with an impossible knot so he could still hear the singing but not be able to leave the boat to meet his death. And he orders them that no matter what he says, no matter how much he screams, do not untie him until they've made it safely past Siren Island. So they tie him up, the crew puts their earplugs in, and then they arrive. And the music starts. And he sees their stunning beauty. And Ulysses is so enchanted by the music and by their charms that he gets rope burned trying to get himself loose. But he can't. He screams and screams for his crew to let him go free. But they won't. They all have their ears and eyes covered anyways. But the cool thing is, rope burn and all, Ulysses gets to hear the singing and he gets to see their beauty. But unlike every man before him, he experiences it all without plunging to his death. And that's what you gotta do. You gotta tie yourself to your boat and no matter how sweet the distractions are around you, notice them, but let them pass. 
stay locked into your goals. I mean, it's up to you. You can do that or go on living a life of mediocrity and regret. If you're comfortable with that alternative, then by all means, live there. At least you'll be living with the majority. But for everyone else who knows that there's only one option for them, welcome home.